celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And welcome on this Christmas weekend. We, we're here. We're always here. Misery loves company. <laughs> no, just, just kidding. We, we're here because we love our animals. That's Misery why. loves eggnog. And we get to bring our animals in studio with us, so it works out very well for us. Uh, we still haven't unwrapped our presents, and some of us, like me, haven't even shopped yet. Uh, doc, Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Volani, animal communicator Joy Turner, and Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, all here for the next couple of hours. Stacy Cohn working in the hard in the newsroom. Well, a woman and her son went missing last week, scared her daughter because she hadn't heard from her in days. Turns out her dog's water bowl is the reason why they were missing. Huh. I'll tell you about it coming up on Animal Radio News. Okay, she's the only one that isn't in the eggnog yet. That's what it is. <laughs> as long you mentioned about drinking, as long as you, you know, not drinking out of the toilet, you know, sometimes when people have too much vodka, they do even that. So that's fine with me. <laughs> it's, a, it's a special Christmas show, as you can tell. We're in the mood. In a few minutes, yes, the dog is. trainer's complete guide to a happy and well-behaved pet. Yes, another one of those books has come across my desk, and we want to get on the author and find out what the deal about it is. Uh, Yolanta Benal will be joining us. Also, a friend of Michael Jackson, Frank Cassio. Is that correct? Yes. Cassio. He was his bodyguard. They were uh, like personal managers. They hung out since they were five years old. He'll be joining us in just a few minutes to talk about Michael Jackson's animals, all the animals Michael Jackson had. Uh, right here on Animal Radio. We also have uh, another gift basket. In fact, we have six of these puppies to give away today. Gifts today from Petapure, Bergen Pet Products, Flavor Burst, Snap Pet Collars, Hip Flex from Overby Farm, Orby Glow Bones from Planet Dog. Is that I it? I like that one. I think that's it. That's the good stuff. I feel yeah. like we're missing yeah, yeah. something there. Okay. No, Planet Dog. I love that one. You know what? Let's go ahead and give away the first gift basket right here at the beginning of the show right now. one 405 8405 Call right now and you'll get one of six of these 12 Dog Days of Christmas giveaway baskets that we're finishing up today, you lucky dog you. And by the way, they want me to tell you that we can put more stuff in this basket before you come to pick it up. So it's getting big. Big. one 405 8405 and we have one for Joy Turner, and I believe it's Virginia. Hi, Virginia. Welcome to the show. Hello. How are you this morning? Good. What's going on? Oh, well, I was just calling because I had a dog that I had for 16 years. Her name was Midnight, and she passed away on January 15th of 2006. And I have not gotten another dog because I just... Right now, I can't really afford it, but I feel that if I can't take care of it as well or better than I did my dog, then it's not fair to the animal. But not only that, I just feel so, so sad still for midnight, and I just don't know that I can go through what I went through again emotionally. So I just want to know that she's happy and she's fine and that I, she knows that I miss her. She so wants you to keep your heart opened, and if she's the reason for you to close your heart and never love another dog, then she failed. Okay. No, so she I needs to know if you're going to let her fail or if you're going to make sure oh, that no. she did a good job with you. Oh, no, she did a marvelous job. Oh, she was my life. She did a marvelous job. I, but I feel that if she wants me to have another companion, that she would send me a sign or have one. You know, she would send me one that if I just happened to come across one or go somewhere and get one, that she would be okay with that. She says, well, she is okay, but she really didn't want to, if you happen to stumble across one, she wanted you to have more choice than that. Okay. She wants okay. you to go find one that matches your heart 
and okay. one that you feel like you can love because while she knows you well and she loves you tremendously by the way she says oh, it's really you. a matter of she would rather you pick the your own love of your life okay okay All and right. she would be very delighted if you were getting christmas puppy Oh, okay. Don't worry about not being with that new puppy like you were with her. Everybody is different. You're never the same with any two anybodies. So True. she's not okay. worried about if you're the very same, and she's sure a new dog wouldn't be either. Okay. Oh, that makes me feel so much better. She says good, and she hopes you know she loves you very much. Oh, thank you. Yes, I know she did. Oh, and I'm glad she's happy. Well, that just made my day. Perfect. And she says, by the way, she will help you train the new dog. Awesome. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. And thanks for your call, Virginia. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with the Dream Team. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And welcome. We're all here live on this Christmas weekend. Enjoying ourselves. We haven't opened our presents yet. We're all sitting around roasting our chestnuts with our animals. Some of the animals are dressed up in uh, Christmas garb, Ladybug in particular. Little Santa suit, isn't she, she cute? She is cute. We should put a picture of her at the website there. Okay, so we're going to take some calls today. We have kind of a different show going on. Dr. Debbie's here answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Volani also here. Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard and animal communicator Joy Turner. And in just a few minutes, we'll be talking to Michael Jackson's personal assistant. Knew him since he was five years old. Yeah, he grew up with Michael. And I'm thinking that he probably arranged for all the animals Michael had during the time that Michael was around. And uh, we're going to talk to him in just a few minutes. He has a brand new book out. We'll be giving that out as well as six baskets for the 12 dog days of Christmas. We've, we've actually given one away already. So five baskets. <laughs> and they include good stuff from Pettipure, Bergen Pet Products, Flavor Burst, Snap Pet Collars, Overbee Farms, the Hip Flex Joint Supplement. I'm hearing good things about that. The animals really love it. It's it's made out of cherry extract, and if your if your animals have trouble with their bones, their joints, you want to check that out. And it tastes good. They love it. From uh, Planet Dog, we'll have the Orby Tough Bones. These uh, glow and they taste good. A little minty, fresh. I've been gnawing on one for the last hour or like, so before the show. I like the fact so that if I'm I, up in the middle of the night and I see them, I don't step on them. Yeah. they glow. You want to chew on this, Joey? If my dog swallows it, do I, in the, it's nighttime, do I see it like in the stomach, like yeah. in the cartoons? Yeah, you see your dog running around. It's actually pretty big here. Check this out. It's, uh, oh, yeah. If your dog was going to swallow it, it would have oh, to yeah, be... Oh, yeah, okay. He's not. My dog's not swallowing that anyway. No. Yeah, that ain't going nowhere. Uh-uh. But, uh, oh, also the uh, tag pet tracker. They wanted to... I guess I forgot that last time around. That's also in the gift basket uh, this time around. Joey, what are you going to be yapping about on this Christmas weekend? You know, I had to do some research this weekend, Hal, and I had to call the families out of the country um, to talk to find out about how to build luxurious coat and build some nice coat for this lady Shih Tzu that she has that she sent me a letter. And um, you know what? I'm going to talk about that. Building a good coat. And this time of year is so especially important because if you live on the East Coast, <laughs> it's uh, what, 60 well, degrees here? It's, an, it's important anytime you want a good looking dog there. Yeah, you want your dog to look good any time of the year, no matter where you live. Can't wait for that. That's all in the way right here on Animal Radio. Let's take a call for Dr. Debbie. We have Linda on the phone. Hey, Linda. Welcome to the show. 
Well, thank you very much. I really appreciate uh, all your help that you're going to give me today. <laughs> all right. That's optimistic that I'm full of information today. <laughs> oh, well, I've got a three-year-old female chihuahua that um, she's not very sociable. She likes to be completely by herself. I've got two issues. One, she's got a strip of her hair missing from the top of her head all the way to her tail. And I was told that was stress, but I don't know if that's true. I need you to clear that one up first. Okay. So she's just missing the hair? Yeah. Just one little, one very, she weighs less than two pounds. She's three years old. Weighs less than two pounds, but she's got a strip from like the top of her head all the way down to her tail. It's just missing just a, just a couple inches. Okay. And has she always had this? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, I wouldn't call that stress. For me, that is a symptom potentially of a, um, a spinal deformity that could have happened, kind of a, a, oh. a lack of the ability of the normal spine and the vertebrae in that area to, to really develop fully. Um, we see that sometimes in some breeds like Weimaraners um, and where they can have some kind of uh, problems with a hair coat right along the spine. Well, so very um, interesting if, that, it's very interesting that you say that because... I didn't know that much about chihuahuas, but when she has to go to the bathroom, she starts very slowly in a circle, and then she starts going so fast you can't even watch her. You're going to get dizzy. And I mm-hmm. gave her to somebody that had a sort of a vet background and said, the person that I gave her to said she's hydrocephalic, water on the brain, and she needs a shunt. And mm-hmm. I just want to know if that's true, because all chihuahuas I know go in circles, but she she just goes very, very fast. Yeah. Well, a couple of things. You, you mentioned this baby's really small, this kind of weird yeah. strip down her back and circling. Yeah. Um, you know, definitely all of those things kind of mean different things. But hydrocephalus basically will back up is uh, where the head inside the brain, the fluids build up within the CSF. And that buildup of fluid can disrupt the brain as well as the nerve function. So we can see some abnormalities. And those might in- include things like circling, um, behavior changes. We might have a real stilted or spastic kind of gait. Um, we may see seizures. And a lot of dogs with hydrocephalus have, you know, problems learning. They're not as quick and and not as easy to pick up on things like house training. Is there anything that I can do to help? She's not in any pain, she doesn't seem like. Is there Mm -hmm. anything I can help with this condition? Yeah, absolutely. And and uh, I think there's a lot that can be done medically. Your uh, friend mentioned, you know, certainly having a shunt or basically a little pathway that can be put in by far. You know, I'd say that's for pets that are having a lot of the severe symptoms of hydrocephalus. That is the best thing that we can do to, to really alleviate the pressure, give that a place to drain. And basically what they do is they put a little tube, a little shunt into the brain and it tunnels under the skin into the abdomen and it helps drain that fluid. And that helps to relieve the pressure, which relieves the symptoms and we have a more normal pet. And about 80% of dogs that have this type of uh, surgery, um, it can't, they can benefit greatly from. Now, short of that, if we're trying um, to just to control her symptoms, we would be looking at medical uh, management, things that will help to decrease inflammation in the brain, and that would include things like steroids. Um, oh there are other drugs that we can use to decrease the fluid production in the CSF, in the central nervous system. And those okay. might include diuretics, steroids, and then there's some wow. other medications. So there well, are some things. I was really worried because she weighs less than two pounds, and they didn't even want to um, uh, 
spay, I don't know if it's spay or neuter, but it, they, they didn't want to do that because she was so small. So I'm worried about any kind of surgery because she is so tiny. Yeah. And I think with this situation, you know, the, the fear of surgery versus the benefits of the outcome, you have to weigh that. The reason she right. is small is because she's stunted, because she has a brain developmental problem. So that's what's kept oh. her small. So, you know, oh. not that she's going to get a lot bigger, but that is a fact of her brain dysfunction right now. And personality-wise, circling-wise, yeah, I could definitely attribute those types of symptoms to a dog that has, especially if we've got the bulging head. And a lot of dogs with hydrocephalus also have the eyes that kind of point down into the outside. That can be right. very distinctive uh, for a pet with hydrocephalus. Right. And, and, you know, who knows? You know, this baby, you know, I don't know if surgery is the right thing for her or not, but there yeah. definitely could be some things that can be done. If surgery is pursued, though, this is something that is only available generally at specialty veterinary practices or vet school. So it is a pretty, you know, because it is, um, you know, kind of higher level surgery, you know, it's yeah. not something your regular veterinarian are going to do and because these people have special training in this field you know I don't think that I particularly be afraid of referring a two-pound dog to their services and to their care this is what they do you know they have these extensive skills in these arenas so um, you know if that is a possibility then you know I'd look into it pursue it some things that we do to figure that out we might do a CT scan an MRI or even just sometimes starting with an ultrasound of the brain if we have a soft spot or an open area in the brain we can look at that so You don't even know how much I appreciate this. Thanks for your call today. Have a great holiday. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. Animal Radio is brought to you by... New from Bayer Animal Health. Advantage 2 quickly kills fleas within 12 hours. Canine Advantage 2 for dogs only repels and kills ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Both products are waterproof and kill all flea life stages. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are registered trademarks of Bayer. Provide your pet protection from biting pests with an easy once-a-month application. Advantage 2 quickly kills fleas within 12 hours on cats and dogs. Canine Advantage 2, for dogs only, repels and kills ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are waterproof and kill all flea life stages. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are available at your veterinarian or favorite pet specialty retailer and are registered trademarks of Bayer. Hi, I'm Steve Garvey, and I'm here with my good friend, actor, and pet food guru, Dick Van Patten. Hiya, Steve. It's good to see you. Dick, my two dogs have been on your natural balance for years. They love it. They look great. So what's the secret? It's simple. Our formulas are developed by top nutritionists and based on scientific fact. And then they're made with the best ingredients. It's just a winning combination. It is. Just like Russell to Lopes to Garvey. (laughs) Thanks for that. Hey, everyone. If you love your pets like I love mine... Try Natural Balance. Why read a newspaper in the age of the Internet? Because you take the time to think things through, like your love of animals. You want to know where your voice and donations can be most effective. Animal People is the newspaper for people who care enough about animals to give real thought to how best to help animals. Request your free sample copy at www.animalpeoplenews.org. Hi, I'm Dan Aykroyd. Have the happiest of holidays. This is Heather Lockler wishing you all the merriest Christmas. Hey, this is Sean Hayes on Animal Radio. Remember to spay and neuter your pets.
back. It is Animal Radio celebrating our connection with our pets. Happy Christmas weekend, holiday, whatever you're celebrating. Just say happy holidays. Happy holidays. It covers, covers everything. It covers our base. Yeah. Kwanzaa. Just, yeah. What about those Russian holidays? I guess Christmas is pretty much Russian, isn't it? Yes. And it's interesting enough. Nobody wants to be politically correct nowadays in yeah. Russia. It sounds like uh, like me. You know, we say Merry Christmas, but we say it uh, openly because um, this is a traditional and main religion now in Russia. In Russia now, 60% of people... Um, you know, they are truly believer. That's what they say, at least. It's a big you controversy know. here, though, you know. Last year, Macy's and those big stores, it was all about happy holidays. And this year, they're back to saying Merry Christmas. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. We cannot, like we say in Russia, you cannot support the rights of minority on uh, expense of majority. Now, wait that a second, though. i got to say, though, <laughs> we, we own most of Hollywood. We are only 1%, but we own most of Hollywood here. So I'm not offended by Merry Christmas. What? Whatsoever. I like it. I'm glad. But I'm, spin- I'm glad I'm you sp- don't. I'm spinning the dreidel this year. Yes. And I have to tell you, for, for everyone who is listening, I am a believer, too. And, uh, the mo- and you know, I'm a very educated person. I have uh, two colleges. And like I said, 30% of the Russians are educated and they have a college degree. But we believe that uh, as a computer could not come c- come up with out of nothing, the human body also could not come up of anything but anyway we are we're, we're spending a wonderful 24 hours before the christmas we have a, f- a fasting and uh, not everyone some of some of us have um, like a light breakfast uh, from wheat berries uh, or other grains which symbolize hope and immorality uh, russian church is very very orthodox it is uh, like a like a um, would say in america would be like a catholic church and uh, people don't eat anything um, until they eat early in the morning and maybe next morning. Uh, the way I'll celebrate the holiday here is I'll go shopping because I I haven't. <laughs> still, you you typical American. It's like it's like hell. When I when I went to American churches, they turned those churches in entertainment. You know, I didn't even understand. It's the church of its uh, uh, maybe kind of concert of the rock stars. Just the music, everything. We Russians more conventional, more traditional people. I would think this way. Uh, coming up in just a minute or two, we'll go back to the phones here and answer your questions uh, for Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Volani, also here. Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog, wizard, and animal communicator, Joey Turner. Stacy also here. What's going on? Well, when you think of people with guns in Jersey, you don't right away think about bears. No. <laughs> shooting bears. But they had a huge bear hunt in New Jersey. There's a problem with bears. In fact, they had 6,400 people that were issued permits to hunt bears over a six-day period. I'll tell you about it coming up on Animal Radio News. I can't wait. Uh, Let's head to the phones right now where we have Yolanta Benal. Or Benal? (laughs) It's Yolanta Benal. Hi, How are you? How are you doing today? I'm just fine, thank you. How are you? The new book is called The Dog Trainer's Complete Guide to a Happy, Well-Behaved Pet. And in this particular pet case, are we talking about cat and dog? Well, dogs mostly, yes. It's a a dog trainer's book. Now, you claim in the subtitle, The Dog Trainer's Quick and Dirty Tips for Teaching and Caring for Your Pet. Is this just another one of those books with lots of claims, or will it give me the answers that I need to train my dog? (laughs) Oh, you know, I I don't make lots of claims. My big claim is just that the information I give you is scientifically sound and that it's effective. 
Uh, I don't, um, nobody can guarantee anything because behavior is not 100% completely predictable or controllable. It's just not. Ours isn't, our dogs isn't. Okay, so what are we going to learn in the book? Hopefully hopefully not just uh, giving the dogs treats in style. That's what just the only concern I have. Well, I start with advice about how to choose a dog, and once you've got a dog, how to, assuming it's a puppy, how to socialize it appropriately so that it's comfortable in the world, uh, and then how to teach your dog how to live with you comfortably and happily in your house so that everybody enjoys themselves. You know, interesting enough, when it comes to socialization and how to pick the right puppy for the right family, every dog trainer would be agree with everyone. When it comes to the training, now two trainers will agree just with one thing, that the third trainer is wrong. So what was the training is about in your book? <laughs> well, I think that really anyone who's studied the science of animal learning uh, will come to pretty much the same conclusions. The science is really pretty solid that you do a lot better with really any animal if you set, set him or her up to do the things you like, and then you reward those things. If you and ignore which they don't like. Not just ignore, but manage to prevent. I mean, we all which understand is, uh, that there are certain behaviors that can't just be ignored, right? But we can usually prevent them, or we can at least prevent them from being rewarded. Sometimes it's difficult, my dear, to prevent unpreventable. For instance, when you take your dog outside, and your neighbor Kathy... She may be whore, but she has a dog who is all out of control. <laughs> sorry. Oh, and on, Christmas? on Christmas? On Christmas? I'm sorry. Go yeah, but that dog is barking at your dog and who you try to ignore, who you try to withdraw accepted reward, who you try to use the calming signals. And your dog just tell you, screw you together with all these things because I want to bark at that dog because that dog barks at me. What would your solution for that? Solutions, I think. I mean, one is I, I th I'd speak to my neighbor about how her dog was behaving, and the other is I think in a situation like the one you're describing, it's important to understand and accept that that other dog is delivering threatening signals to your dog. So it's, it's another not, dog's fault. It's. I'm, let's not talk about fault. These are animals, right? They don't have moral volition. But I think we can say that your dog is in the position of, uh, as I say experiencing a potentially threatening behavior for another dog. So it's really not fair to punish your dog for reacting to that. My response to that situation would be either, as I say, to try to prevent it by coming to some agreement with my neighbor about how, uh, how she's going to um, prevent her dog from being outside barking, and also uh, give my dog some distance from the situation, get my dog out of Dodge as fast as possible. Nobody likes so, to be around somebody who's shouting threats at them, and that so, includes your so, dog. But unfortunately, you cannot talk to your neighbor, because neighbors believe that their kids are the perfect. It's your fault. It's your dog. See, you cannot control or advise your neighbor. you got to control your own dog, and that's becoming the problem with the now, nowadays of the dog training. I believe you cannot be positive when your dog is negative. This is... All science and everything, I read so many materials, and all of them bias, and all of them try to reinvent the wheel or rediscover America. In Russia, we say, my grandfather, who was famous Soviet biologist, he said, never try to um, uh, uh, cheat the mother nature. You will always will lose it. The people, many people, they 
turn the blind eyes to the term of dominance. They think dominance, it is the swear word. They don't even see that dominance exists among the peoples. Look, my boss dominating me four hours, six hours per day after my wife dominating me for the rest of the evening. It doesn't mean dominance needs to be the bad word. It's just superior position hierarchy. In this situation, I, she just... You, I don't think ahead. the science supports your position at all, sir. Um, in fact, what's understood of dog social behavior is that their um, a lot of their social behavior is directed toward mutual deference. Uh, the whole idea that dominance has to be an important part of handling dogs comes out of some really poor observations of the behavior of captive wolves. And captive wolves are forced into a completely unnatural situation that has nothing to do with their normal social life. With those all respect to you, with all respect to you, my Mika German Shepherd, I have three dogs in my home all the time. She first thinks in the morning. She gets up. She's domesticated dog. First thinks this little, no, 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 that's a big dog. The first thing she's trying to show the rest of my pack. So she's the alpha female. She does it because she wants to avoid any problems through the day. She nudges on one dog. She's slightly growling another one. She makes the dory look on the third one to show them. Are you them. familiar so, with the work of Patricia McConnell on multiple dogs? Of course dog I do. Houses? I read so many articles right. and I was, was ben, so happy to read your book her, too. If, if you're familiar with her work, why aren't you setting your dogs up to deliver polite behavior to each other? Instead of, uh, instead of having this kind of growling going on. I don't set them up. They will, they will work it out on their own. They just don't get into the extremes because I am, I am in charge and I will never allow that to happen. We don't want to put you in the defensive way. We love you and love your book. And just, we just in this radio, we just say the things as it is. Just the thing is, uh, the people who disagree with me, I cannot tell you how many times there's people calling to me. They come from Los Angeles. They come everywhere and asking about advice and copying to me with those aggressive dogs, especially with German shoppers, which I'm specializing, and I'm helping them, and they say, wow, because it's not just about dominance, it's about so many things. In, in, in conjunction with you just ask the question, oh, what I will do? I just create, make the dog, it's called competing of stimuluses. Your dog will be focused on me all the time. Once he's focused on me, he will not be focused on another dog who is uh, in possession of uh, neighbor, Ka neighbor Kathy, who may be whore, like I said. Okay, you so, know what? That, Vlad, Vlad, you know what? We've got to take a break here. It's, okay. it's Christmas weekend. I don't know why you're doing oh, that yeah. to me. I'm sorry. sorry. I'm just getting nervous. It's a family that. show, damn it. 1-866-405-8405. The Dog Trainer's Complete Guide to a Happy, Well-Behaved Pet. 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 <laughs> a dog in particular we're talking about here. And uh, the author, Yolanta. Benel. Benel. Come on, Hal. You can spelled do it. -E well, you were the one that, that tripped me up there and said, yeah, it's Yolanta. It sounds like, sounds like Atlanta. It's Yolanta. It's a beautiful name, by Benel. the way. I like that. And it is a beautiful name. And uh, we'd like to go ahead and give away 10 copies of the book right now at one 405 8405 If you don't get through, it's on St. Martin's Press. Head on over to your bookstore and ask for it. Or head on over to Amazon, and you could probably get it, well, by New Year's. Yolanta, thanks yes. for joining us. You're welcome. It was uh, very thrilling. And happy holidays. <laughs> happy holidays you too, to you. Yolanta. I will definitely read your book. Thank you. Bye-bye. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Pets Day. The dog days are every day with Pets Day. It's available exclusively from Imperial Palace, the Rio Resorts, Harris, Flamingos, Bally's, Planet Hollywood, Paris, all of those in Vegas. Pets Day provides unique in-room amenities for dogs, including the food and the water dish, the sleeping mat, the dog treats, and the specialty room service menu we are always talking about. Details at Caesars.com slash Pets Day Las Vegas. A lot of people go to Las Vegas on Christmas. 
They do. They do for New Year's, too. It's a pretty popular place. If you want to head out there tonight for Christmas Eve, you can see George Wallace at the Flamingo Showroom at the Flamingo in Las Vegas. Tickets start at forty nine ninety five. Very funny comedian. Let's go. Definitely. Let's I did the whole staff and everybody go. He Even Lady Butts. He was a yeah. f- he's a funny guy. He wrote for uh, Red Fox. Oh, did he? Red Fox, oh, yes. I used to watch that show. Red. What show was he on? The Red Fox Show. Was it the Red Fox? It what? was the Red Fox Show. Sanford and Son. There, Sanford and Son. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, there is, there is a few shows there. Uh, but uh, he's uh, tonight. If you're one of those people that has no family, why not you, go to Vegas tonight? If you do have family and you want to get away from them, go to Vegas. We want to thank Pets Day for sponsoring Animal Radio. So grab your animal, head to Vegas, stay at one of these hotels with your animal, and check out George Wallace tonight. Concierge desk, this is Amanda. Yes, I can recommend a great place for a walk. Flamingo, Bally's, and Harrah's Las Vegas are rolling out four-star treatment for our four-legged friends. Our new pet stay program includes in-room accommodations for up to two dogs, food and water dishes, sleeping mat, dog treats, specialty room service menus, and more. The dog days are here. Book your stay at Caesars.com slash Vegas or call 800-427-7247. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Now there's a healthy and natural solution to prevent oral disease in your pet with no brushing required. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Well, animals are still being mistreated in labs, according to PETA. PETA released an image that it says shows a monkey with a surgically attached tube at a biomedical lab in Everett, Washington. Experimental chemicals were continuously infused into this monkey's veins through the tube. And a whistleblower is the one that uh, told PETA about this. PETA urged the Federal Animal Plant and Inspection Service to investigate the U.S. headquarters of Shin Nippon Biomedical Laboratories. They say it was contacted by this whistleblower who resigned her position in 2010 after she worked there for several years. Now, of course, um, use of animals for testing of new drugs and other medical applications is still allowed in the U.S., but they have to adhere to health and safety provisions of the Federal Animal Welfare Act. PETA said the whistleblower had requested requested anonymity, but quoted her as saying that when it came to drawing blood for the test, the monkeys wince, scream, tremble, and shake, and they try to defend themselves. Eventually, many of the monkeys just stop fighting and reacting. It's like the life was just gone from them. Well, who hasn't dropped their cell phone in some kind of water before, like the toilet bowl? Well, a Utah woman is not blaming the toilet bowl, but she's blaming her dog, at least her dog's water bowl, for leading police on an unnecessary search. According to the Salt Lake Tribune, Suzanne Rebus and her 13-year-old son were on their way to Florida, and they were reported missing last week after their cell phone went dead. Well, over the weekend, police say they traced the Rebus' last call to Spanish Fort Canyon. They started searching the area by both car and air. Well, on Tuesday afternoon, they got a call from Suzanne's daughter, who lives in Florida, saying that her mom just called to say she was 20 minutes away. Turns out she dropped her phone in the dog's water bowl, wasn't able to buy a new one until several days later. Wildlife officials estimate that about 200 bears were killed on the first day of New Jersey's black bear hunt. State officials have said the six-day hunt was needed to reduce the state's Bruin population. It's estimated there's about 3,400 bears, but critics say the state's bear management policy is flawed. More than 6,400 permits were issued, allowing hunters to patrol about 1,000 square miles of northern New Jersey, which, according to officials, has one of the densest black bear populations in the nation. 
opponents say it's murder and a crime against nature. Susan Kehoe, who's one of those opponents, says there's no need for a hunt. It's just a trophy hunt. They're not dangerous. No, Susan, they could just eat you in about three seconds. (laughs) The state says otherwise, calling it a comprehensive science fact-based response to the large black bear population and increase in public complaints about bears and human encounters. And the world lost a record holder. The oldest living dog in Guinness World Records died on December 5th. He reached the ripe old age of 26 years and nine months. He lived in Sakura, Japan. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Our pets can show signs of oral disease by age three. Pets Life is the healthy and natural solution with no brushing required. Visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z.com. Did you know that 80% of dogs show signs of oral disease by age 3 and the cost to fix these issues can be up to $1,000? Now there's a healthy, natural, and affordable solution and no brushing is required. Pets Life Oral Care breaks down the plaque and tartar that leads to gum disease and bad breath. To avoid those large vet bills and keep your pet healthy, call 888-453-4682. That's 888-453-4682. Or visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z what will I get that pretty cat for Christmas? What can I get to really please my friend? I offered money and funny, I even tried a book. No fool and he was drooling with that pretty cat look. Oh, what a time I have with Christmas shopping. Oh, what a time for Tweety Birds like me. I offered white with fancy guys, but he just stares with hungry eyes. Oh, what will I get that booty cat for Christmas? Happy holidays to all of you. This is Jack Wagner sending you my best for the Yuletide season. Take care. Happy holidays, my friends. This is John Lithgow, hoping the season brings you closer to the people you love. Hi, everybody. This is Adam Sandler, and I hope you're enjoying the Hanukkah season. Happy holidays. I'm Quincy Jones, wishing you all the best in the coming year. Hi, I'm Ted Danson. Happy holidays to you. Oh, what can I get that booty for This is Animal Radio, baby. Hi, Linda. How are you doing today? Good. How about you? Very good. Where are you calling from? Uh, today we're in Denver, Colorado. Ooh, that's where I was born, Sounds raised nice. and born. Beautiful place. <laughs> What's going it on? It was snowing earlier. But was it? That happens yeah. there. I know. So what's going on with your pet? I have Dr. Debbie right here. Well, hi. Uh, Hello. Well, we have a miniature schnauzer, and he is uh, three years old, and he goes on the truck with us. He's our... we drive team big trucks, and he goes with us. He's started lately with this uh, annoying, like, head. He moves his head up and back. And um, we uh, we took him to a vet and had him checked, and I thought it was probably maybe his ears or teeth, and they said, no, it wasn't. So I don't know if it's a bad habit. I don't know if it's maybe the hair around his mouth or if it's really something more serious. Hmm. I, I guess I'm trying to get a better picture of what he's doing. You said he he lifts his head up and back, like like looking yeah, up like over if, his if head. You just lift your head up real quick, 
And that's what he does. It's almost like a person, you know, have you ever seen a person that's got like a tick and they jerk their head back? Okay, and then when he's doing that, um, is he showing any kind of distress to his ears or his head? Is he, then he, does he rub, rub his face, do anything like that? Not at that time. I mean, he does at times, but not then. Usually he just kicks his head back, but it's getting to be more often, and mm-hmm. that's why I was wondering, you know, if it could be something serious. Yeah, now, and you said he was checked out by the veterinarian recently? Yeah. Yeah, on the okay. road we ha- we took him to a vet, and there was nothing with his ears or with his teeth. Okay, good, because that's definitely one of the, the big things that I'll look at. Now, there are some, the most common things when we see head shaking or head bobbing, I'm going to look in the ears, make sure we don't have any foreign objects down there, any deep infections. Mm-hmm. If we're eliminating that or, or other weird causes of things, like such as neck or back pain, you know, there are some strange, even weirder conditions out there that can be some head bobbing disorders. Some of them can be types of seizure forms. Others are completely benign, harmless conditions that basically they just nod their head uh, kind of up, down, like uh, almost like one of those little dolls, the little uh, bobbling head dolls, if you will. Um, So there can be those situations. And in many dogs, if I don't find anything else physically, um, we'll investigate the potential like seizure um, uh, form of this, where it would be a petite mal seizure. So in many dogs, I'll put them on an anticonvulsant like phenobarbital, see if that helps to diminish the signs. Um, but if everything else looks good and we've eliminated those health uh, possibilities and it's not accompanied with pain or any other type of discomfort, uh, you know, then I might rule this into the head bobbing disorder. And uh, it's kind of strange, kind of weird, uh, you know, definitely yeah. a table conversation for having friends over if your dog is sitting there bobbing uh, with a head. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, do you, is there any possibility that it could be the hair around his mouth? I mean, that it gets, because I know it gets in there and I, you know, I, I lift his, I don't know what that's called around there, but I lift it and try to get the hair out, but I don't know if that's I mean, it's, it it's possible. Yeah, I can make some weird scenario if, you know, maybe, uh, you know, he's got eating and some hair gets wet, kind of gets partially in the mouth. Yeah, maybe we can make a case for that, but I would also expect him to show some other signs that he's trying to get to it. Rubbing at his mouth, pawing, excessive licking, things like that where that might be going yeah. on. Now, and then I should also kind of back up and, you know, we talked about a physical exam and making sure all is well there, but um, I would also feel better if we had some lab work on, on file uh, just to check things like blood sugar and calcium. Those kind of disorders can cause some problems with uh, neurologic type behaviors as well and hopefully okay. not not likely in a three-year-old um but it would definitely be something i would just want on uh to make me go whew okay it's not that um yeah and, I, I don't uh, think he's ever they've never done any lab work or anything like that on him yeah, well, I, I definitely, I wouldn't hesitate. I, I think that would be a good plan. And, and anytime you have blood work done for your pet, one tip that if I could extend to everybody out there is if you have the option and the ability to think about it ahead of time, fast your pet before you bring them in for the lab work. Ooh. It just makes things so much nicer. Um, it eliminates some variables when we're interpreting that blood work. And that's as long as things are safe enough to do that. Just to fast them for, say, 12 hours. So no breakfast the morning you go to take them into the vet. Oh, okay. Yeah, my doctor does that to me. Every time I have to go give blood, they, you know, no breakfast, no tea, no nothing. So uh, the same uh, kind of guidelines go across for, for animals always, as well. I always wondered about that. So fast them for those blood tests. Okay.
and what, that's 12 hours ahead of time at least? Ideally, yeah. And like I said, there's some special tests where we wouldn't want to do that or conditions where we wouldn't want to fast a pet. But um, for most routine lab work, yeah, we'd like that. It just makes our makes the veterinarian smile. Good. <laughs> Thanks, Linda. Drive carefully through that snow in Colorado. 1-866-405-8405. Let's just not forget to mention the Pets and People discount drug card from Animal Radio. And I never thought when we started this that it would become so big, so many people saving so much money. And this is very, very cool because it's a free card. Free card to save money on uninsured medicines, both yours as a human and your pets. You know, a lot of those medicines that you get at your veterinarian, some of those uh, you can get at a regular pharmacy. There's oodles, antibiotics, and you know things that are crossover between species. You know, so they may be something very simple, pain medications. And if your uh, animal is on one of those and you don't get a discount already, you should get one of these cards. You can get it free, print it right from our website, and get 15 to 55 percent off all of your uninsured medicines, both for your pet and yourself. We've seen a lot of people saving a lot of money from four dollars to like thirty dollars per. Yeah. And Purchase. these are good at pharmacies all over the country, just your local Rite Aid or Walgreens, Walgreens Walmart. Walmart. 60,000 pharmacies. They never expire. This card never expires. It's free of charge. Go ahead and print it from our website at animalradio.com. If you don't have an Internet connection, and this is very possible, we've had a few people like this over the last few days say, hey, I don't have an Internet connection. How can I get one of these cards? We'll send you one. Just send us a self-addressed stamped envelope. And that address is over at the website. <laughs> It's, yeah, it doesn't work that way. You get a pen and paper, and, and if you don't get it right now, you can call us on the toll-free not lines, and I'm sure Judy would be more than happy to give you the address. But it is 699 Paula Street, P-A-U-L-A Street, and that's in Morro Bay, M-O-R-R-O Bay, California, 93442. And put a stamp on that, please, if you will. That's, the, that's what a self-addressed stamped envelope is. we got a few unstamped envelopes this week. <laughs> no. If you're a homeowner 62 or older with a fixed or limited income and you're having trouble making ends meet or simply want some financial freedom, I've got some very important information for you. Henry Winkler here, and I want to tell you how One Reverse Mortgage can help you get the financial flexibility you're looking for. Homeowners 62 and older can use the equity from their home to access tax-free cash without having to make a monthly mortgage payment. Use it to pay bills, fix up your home, or simply have more financial security and you still own your home take the next step call one reverse mortgage now and get your free guide and dvd with no obligation 800-550-9788 one reverse mortgage equal housing lender licensed mortgage lender national mortgage licensing system number 2052 not available in all states client responsible for maintenance taxes and insurance when i went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for roscoe a friend told me about canine caviar being a born skeptic i examined every ingredient and most importantly made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy here's the lowdown Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. Hello, this is Franz from Hans and Franz. Don't be a girly man. Get your dog spayed and neutered. That's right. And just because you spay and neuter your dog, it does not make them a girly dog. This is Animal Radio. 
It's the time of year when everyone is out shopping, fighting for parking spaces, and spending way too much money, all in pursuit of the perfect present. Maybe the best gift is one we already enjoy every day. This season, why not consider the presence of our animal friends as our present? Animals gift us with their lives for our comfort and convenience. They lift our spirits, inspire great works of art, song, and poetry, and are the most agreeable companions. All it takes is one small, cheerful sparrow in the backyard to remind us that we are never alone. Scientific studies show that the unconditional love of our pets can touch and heal us in magnificent ways. People experience lower blood pressure, stress, and heart rates when in the presence of their animal companions. Those who have suffered heart attacks live longer if they have an animal friend than if they don't. And people with pets just make fewer trips to the doctor's office. If we are suffering from depression, having a dog to walk, a cat to care for, a bird to talk to, or even watching fish in an aquarium, helps us find a focus outside our sadness and allows us to connect with the larger world. When horses allowed us on their backs, they gifted us with the ability to travel farther than our own two feet could ever carry us. Today, it is still horsepower that gets us to the mall. Pigeons have saved the lives of soldiers by carrying secret information across enemy lines. The seashell murex gives its life to gift us with the color purple. Bats gift us with lovely and peaceful twilights by eating mosquitoes. For the ancient Romans, a magical woodpecker brought rain to refresh and revitalize a city. That is a great present. It was Raven who brought fire to humankind. And in the Quran, the Saluki breed of dog is considered a gift of Allah. One of the most prized gifts one could receive from the ancient Chinese emperor was one of his royal dogs. And how long would Noah have been adrift if a dove had not found land? A recent study found that workers would be willing to take a cut in salary and work longer hours if they could bring their dog to work. A survey by Time magazine found that playing with a pet improved one's mood more than exercise, eating, or sex. If you happen to be ill in France and a ladybug lands on you, she will fly away with your sickness. Earthworms work the soil so our flowers will flourish. Bees give us honey. And my favorite. Butterflies prove to us that even if we sometimes creep like a caterpillar, we hold within us the power to spread our wings and fly. So during this holiday season, consider the presence of your animal friends as your present and have your presence be their present too. Visit us on the World Wide Web at voiceoftheanimal.com. Happy Holidays from Voice of the Animal and Rayanne Cumulos. You're listening to Animal Radio. We wish you a squeaky Christmas. We wish you a squeaky Christmas. We wish you a squeaky Christmas with no fleas in your ears. Good tidings to all of our two-legged peers. We wish you a squeaky Christmas with no fleas in your ears. This is Animal Radio.
All right, it's Vinny Penn coming at you with another Party Animal segment on Animal Radio. Uh, i got to tell you something. I don't want to get anybody in trouble here, so I'm not going to mention any names. But there was over a friend of mine's house who's got this great dog. And it was there for a while, and I noticed that the house was very quiet. Uh, and I, I noticed something was off. Let me just put it that way. It was about three degrees out. So finally, after being there for about 20 minutes, it, it dawned on me. I'm like, hey, the dog, man. You know, where's your dog? And he's like, oh, he's outside. He was driving me crazy. Just put the dog outside. And I couldn't believe it. I said, dude, it's like three degrees out. I mean, we're breaking records here. I mean, you're looking at the map on Good Morning America. It's a sh- the whole country, the whole right side of the map, a shade of blue I've never seen before. You're putting your dog outside. And he points to the doghouse. And I know that, you know, dogs stayed out back in the old days, like a little house on the prairie and whatnot. But, but this doghouse was like a HUD doghouse. I mean, it was condemned. Seriously. There was like police tape around it. Uh, and thanks to me, I got the dog back in the house. And then we just got off into some tangent where he's complaining about his marriage and this and that. And, oh, my, you know, we haven't been getting along. You know, we haven't been intimate in months. The dog's always running the room, this and that. You know, I can't take it anymore. I want to have some set. I'm thinking, well, good. Part of you is blue, too. Vinny Penn, party animal, animal radio. Animal Radio, and this theme is Joey Volani's theme. If you're brand new to Animal Radio, it amazes me how many new listeners we have every week. Hey, this is the first time I've heard you guys. You suck, <laughs> but I listen anyway. Joey Volani has uh, our tip of the week. He saves you a little bit of money. He saves you actually a lot of money. He's a groomer from Animal Planet Dogs 101. You've seen him on. Uh, he's a kind of a judge, you know, for all those big. Uh, Contests? What do they call those things? They're probably not contests. Yeah, you could say um, um, contests. They're, they're um, competitions. They're grooming, um, grooming competitions. competitions. Matter of fact, I'm going to Australia. I was invited to in August. Yeah, all these different countries. You need an assistant, right? <laughs> I'm, I'll, I'll take you anytime. Okay. <laughs> oh, this we'd fall apart here if you were gone. There right? would be no show. And Joey Volani is brought to you by Senior Pet Products. Get 25% off your entire purchase. And I noticed some of the things are already 20% off, so that's like 45% off. Some of the things over at the website at SeniorPetProducts.com through the new year. Your promo code SAVE25. And uh, So those late Christmas gifts. Really? Yeah, you can still save. Now, I'm going to do my shopping tonight so that I'll have them under the Christmas tree, Hanukkah bush, by tomorrow morning. So what's our tip of the week, Joy Volani? You know, I had a woman, and, and um, she's very difficult, I have to tell you, but um, but I can understand why. She has this beautiful shih tzu, and she can't build nice coat. And the way to build nice coat normally is just brushing, combing, keeping clean, making sure you got no knots, tangles, that sort of thing. Basically, you know, just, just staying on top of it, but nothing's working. Um, we've had situations we've actually cut dogs down to um, bald them, have the coat grow back, and usually that helps. So I had a call. I had a call to families out of the country, and there's a 
person that I've been dealing with for years, Berno Beckerbraid. Oh, Berno. In the Netherlands. Berno Beckerbraid is the walking encyclopedia when it comes to grooming. He really is. Coats and it's, he's brilliant. He's brilliant. He knows everything. He stayed at my house once and that's all he talked about. And after day two, I said, listen, if all you can talk about is dog's coat, we're going to have a problem. Yeah, get the hell out. And, um, anyway, make a long story short. He gave me this whole rundown. The bottom line was this. It comes down to nutrition, which we all know that. So if you want a beautiful coat, you may have to change your dog's diet. And what he does, and he has some of the top show dogs actually in the world. He's won Krups. He's won a lot of big dog shows with his dogs. And what he feeds them is green tripe. Now, for anyone who does not know what green tripe is, number one, if you grew up, if you grew up in New Jersey, you're Italian, you, you know what tripe is. They call it a drip. I won't wait, eat wait, it. Wait, wait, what do they, they call it? A drip. A drip. A drip is tripe, yes. A drip. And um, it's cow's, it's the lining of a cow's is. stomach is what it is. It's like menudo. Okay. Yeah, there you menudo. Okay, that, Italian menudo. menudo. No, no, no. A drip in Italian. Okay. Menudo, that's, that's, that's Spanish or something else. I don't know. <laughs> But anyway, make a long story short, what the green is, is the vegetation that's in it. Now, dogs, a lot of people have a big misconception, think they're carnivores. Cats are carnivorous. Dogs are omnivores. Dogs need some sort of vegetation. You know, just like me, when I want a steak, I want my creamed spinach on the side, right? You know what I'm saying? So the dog's the same thing, but because they have a short digestive tract, the bottom line is it's easier to give them something that's a little pre-digested. So that's why dogs in the wild, coyotes, wolves, when they kill, the first thing they go for is the stomach. Because they'll go for that and they'll eat that pre-digested um, plant um, vegetation. And what that does, it gives them proper nutrients and, and whatnot. Now, I know green tripe might be very hard to come by. So there's an alternative. Because I said, Berno, hey, we need an alternative here. What are we going to do? So basically what he said is this. He says, if you get yourself a food processor, he says, and break down some broccoli, carrots, sweet potatoes, and some spinach. He said, he said, blend it down. He says, mix a little bit of that in your dog's food. He says, because it's, it's, it's broken down small, it's easier for them to digest. Now I know a lot of people will give their pets carrots. And it's good. It's not going to hurt them. But the bottom line is they can't really break it down as good as they can to get the nutrients. But when I process that and I pulverize it down and I put it in their food, they'll get as close as possible as the pre-digested protein. And what that should help do is create this beautiful, luxurious coat. And when you put it in there, sometimes they're going to they're want to scoff it down. But again, be careful of that because you don't want to eat it too fast. And you're going to have a dog that's going to have a beautiful coat along with brushing and combing and keeping it clean. And that's my holiday tip for the day, Hal. And oh, think- there you go. Can it be canned rather than just raw tripe? He recommends as fresh as possible basically you know because the because of the vegetation and everything that's in there now i'm gonna be 100 percent honest with you he says no i don't know i mean that's just you know you got to deal with the mentality of the person i'm dealing with but i've seen the coats and the pets that he have he has and they're beautiful the coats are beautiful the beautiful real healthy beautiful beautiful forget about it about it joey's tips over at the website at animalradio.com i think there's a sale of tripe too this weekend over at the... Uh, they're trying to get rid of that stuff. Right? It's turning green. It is.
another one for animal communicator Joy Turner. And we have Marsha on the phone. Hey, Marsha. Hi. What's going on? I've got a red healer male, and he's lost. And we've put posters out. We've called Humane Society, the police. No one's spotted him. We've gone door to door. And we just kind of, I guess, like to know whether or not someone has found him or did he pass on. Okay. And can you tell me his name, please, Marsha? Rocky. And tell me the city and state area that he was lost in, please. Uh, up by Baldwin, Michigan. Okay. Hold on just a second here. Um, actually... He hasn't even passed away yet, but he doesn't show me that he's with anybody yet. No idea he's, where he's at. He, he, well, I would have to find a lot more information from you about what the area is like that he's in uh, and see if I could make sense out of that. And I'm not sure that we can go into all of that information. It usually takes me 15, 20 minutes to do all of that with you. But you can call me directly if you'd like, and we can try to do this a little more completely. He is wanting to come home. He's been like a month and with the weather cold we're worried about him dying and i mean it's not like you know he could fend for himself at that age yeah well he's apparently not passed away yet i asked him where he was in relationship to his body and he still shows me being in it although he's obviously not very happy he's cold and he's hungry and but he's right. he is getting some kind of food somewhere oh. and he has found a spot to be warm enough so that he doesn't yep. freeze or anything okay so if you can give me a call, let me give you my phone number. It is 360-894-5000. Anytime after the show. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for your call. 1-866-405-8405. I did receive a new supplement to the book of Genesis regarding the dog and the cat. Yes, a newly discovered chapter in the book of Genesis has provided the answer to the question, where do pets come from? Adam and Eve said, Lord, when we were in the garden, you walked with us every day. Now we do not see you anymore. We are lonesome here, and it is difficult for us to remember how much you love us. And God said, that is no problem. I will create for you a companion that will be with you forever, and that will be a reflection of my love for you, so that you will love me even when you cannot see me. Regardless of how selfish or childish or unlovable you may be, this new companion will accept you as you are and will love you as I do in spite of yourselves. And God created a new animal to be the companion for Adam and Eve. And it was a good animal, and God was pleased. And the new animal was pleased to be with Adam and Eve, and he wagged his tail. And Adam said, Lord... I have already named all the animals in the kingdom. I cannot think of a name for this new animal. And God said, that is no problem, because I have created this new animal to be a reflection of my love for you. And his name will be a reflection of my own name. And you will call him Dog. And Dog lived with Adam and Eve and was a companion to them and loved them. And they were comforted. And God was pleased. And Dog was content and wagged his tail. After a while it came to pass that an angel came to the Lord and said, Lord, Adam and Eve have become filled with pride. They strut and preen like peacocks. And they believe they are worthy of adoration. Dog has indeed taught them that they are loved, but perhaps taught them too well. And God said, that is no problem. I will create for them a companion who will be with them forever. 
and who will see them as they are. The companion will remind them of their limitations so they will know that they are not always worthy of adoration. And God created Cat. God created Cat to be a companion to Adam and Eve, and Cat would not obey them. And when Adam and Eve gazed into Cat's eyes, they were reminded that they were not the supreme beings. And Adam and Eve learned humility, and they were greatly improved. And God was pleased, and Dog was happy, and Cat didn't give a shit one way or another. This is Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. Happy holidays to you. Hope you're having a wonderful Christmas weekend. I am going to start my shopping right after the show. Uh, last minute. Last minute shopping. <laughs> hey, that's early for him, that's right after the first show. First minute and not last wait minute. until midnight. Yeah. So, uh, I have that to look forward to. A uh, big show today. We have Frank Cassio was the personal friend and personal assistant of Michael Jackson. Wow. He's going to tell us a little bit about Bubbles and all the animals that Michael Jackson had over at the uh, ranch. Everything from uh, chimpanzees to giraffes. Crocodiles, we'll elephants. Curious to find out where those animals are now. Yeah, so we'll find what out. happened to them? Stacy, what are you working on? High levels of a toxin are being blamed for a huge dog food recall. I'll tell you which ones are being recalled and what you need to do to check and make sure that your dog's not using this food. Huh. All coming up on Animal Radio News. Very good. By the way, Stacy just does a phenomenal job. This is the end of her first year, the beginning of our 11th year doing animal radio. Wow. Next week is our <laughs> beginning. Of our, hard to believe. It's just gone by very, very fast. And uh, we're going to give away six baskets today. And we've actually, we've already given away three, two, two, two. or three. I can't remember how many. We've, I think we've, we've given away two. Let's go ahead and give away another one right now. We still have baskets to give away, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not counting right. This 12 Dog Days of Christmas basket includes stuff from Petapure, Bergen Pet Products, Flavor Burst, Snap Pet Collars, Overby Hip Flex, the Orby Tough Bone from Planet Dog, and the Tag Pet Track are all in the basket. By the way, you can see all these items over at the website at AnimalRadio.com. And you can win this basket by calling 1-866-405-8405 right now. If you don't get through, head on over to our Facebook page and like us. Facebook uh, Animal Radio is our Facebook page. And if you like us, we'll pick one person that likes us today, and we'll send you a basket. So, And that means we have one more basket before the end of the show, if you don't get through, too, also. one 405 8405 right now. What a way to kick off this hour. And let's, Hello? Yeah. Hey, let's take one for Vlade. We have George on the phone. Hey, George. Hi. Hi, everybody. What's going on? Um, Hi, George. How are you? Good, good. Thank you. As thank you. Know, thank uh, you for calling us. Uh, let me ask uh, you a question from the start. What uh, dog do you have? Just a question answer. That's going to help us okay. a lot. We save so much time. Okay. I have uh, three white Pekingese. Okay. Pekingese likes to bark. They not. Uh, when uh, you open the door, they like to bark, bark, maybe bolting out of the house, and uh, they peeing inside of the house. Tell me if I miss anything. Um, sometimes, yeah, yeah. I think you're pretty much spot on on all of those. Okay, that's what your problem is? No, no, the problem is that one of them, the mother, 
we left her in the kennel when she was very young, and she doesn't like to share her food. She's very uh, protective, and we can't reach for the food, and she'll even uh, bite a dog when it comes up to try to share the food with her. How can I correct that? So basically, she's biting in our dogs when they're approaching. Uh, she's also trying to bite the humans when you're approaching while she's eating? Yes. Okay, and that's happened all the time since you've got her, or it's just uh, started recently? It, it started uh, after we put her uh, in, a, in a kennel for a little while. And so since she was a baby, so it's been going on now for about uh, five years. Oh my gosh, you were tolerating this for five years? Well, we just don't get close to her when she's uh, eating. She uh, eats alone, and we have to separate her from the other dogs. Okay, is she female? I guess She's a so. female, yes. <laughs> and the rest of them? Uh, the other two are a boy and a girl. She less aggressive to the male or to female? Less aggressive to the female. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, I guess it's not, because uh, I guess from her perspective, what you have, you have a food possession aggression, which is type of the dominant aggression, and uh, she percept the boy as a much more threat. To her authority, that's what aggression toward him much stronger than toward female. I guess female probably is less, uh, less dominant dog. I mean, I'm talking about another female. Well, here's what I would like you to, to tell you first. You remember when I started to say about barking and the bolting out of the house, not coming, occasionally peeing and things like this, pulling on the leash. And you said me, you know, Vladi, uh, this is, you got it right, but this is not the thing you're, I'm calling you about. Oh, you know what? Just yesterday I came to one household, very nice lady by name Bonnie. She had a six dog she rescued. She working as volunteer and oh my gosh. I opened the door. It was like downtown Baghdad. <laughs> Barking from all different directions. Even cat was out of control. Attacked me from the back. And the uh, dogs wants to bite me. Bark non-stop. And she's telling me, Oh, no, no. Vladi, Vladi, Vladi. No, no, no. This is not dogs you came to train. There is a much worse dog, you know, in the, in the back room. What my point is, see, in Russia we like to speak between the lines. So what my point is, Everything which you just, which, what your dog's doing and you're okay with is contributing into the problem which you're not okay with. So if we would like with you not just medicate the problem, I know you call, you want to get some instant solution. I'm not going to give you to that. Don't worry about this. But I also, as alternative doctor, I would like to eliminate the cause of the problem. And any cause for any behavior problems, whatever the problems are, people, it's just simple. Lack of structures or discipline in the dog's life. They don't know who is in charge. They don't know who is the boss. Or uh, all type of the frustrations, freedom frustrations, barking on the leash, barking from the house, not meeting the dog's major needs, which is physical, mental, and social. Not enough physical and mental exercises for the day. So the dogs found that, you know, their own job, some of them guarding the food, some of them do this and that. Okay, so how are we going to resolve this? Well, as usually my approach is to uh, attack the symptoms as we eliminate the cause. 
There is two way of doing this. Number one, you can keep doing what you've been doing. Basically, uh, if it was my dog, you know, I guess, uh, and I would not be a good dog trainer, and I just don't want to have any casualties. What the big harm? I mean, if that dog is okay, um, you know, under normal circumstance, and this is the only way when she's bad. Oh my gosh! I just gonna put that dog in the crate. The time when I gonna fit him, fit him in the crate. She her in the crate. She finished the uh, eating and she can play with the. Uh, rest of the pack and i'm sure you're doing something similar but that's what i would do i would feed her in the crate and you will never have accident in your house as far as fights now if you would like to resolve the issue from this particular time you will need to a little bit establish better control over that particular dog so what i would do i want to make sure i put the collar and leash on that dog and i would do a little bit of obedience training i will put the food on the floor Okay, and while I'm feeding in other dogs, I'm going to work with my. And once my dog wants to turn and eat her food, I will snap the leash, say, ah, 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 let's go, you gotta go right now, baby. I will tell her sit, stay, and down, stay, and come, command, and give her something else to do rather than worry about, about being aggressive and being possessive over the, over the, over the food. So this will position myself as authoritative, as the leader, entitled to give the corrections from that particular of time i may wanna to correct her a little bit how would i would do these things very simply i will set the situation up i will put the food on the floor and she gonna eating 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 and afterwards i will approach her food and and you will see she kind of not growling but kind of stop eating or even give you a dirty look unhealthy look from this time i will momentarily scream ah and I would use pet convincer, not condenser, pet convincer, and push the button like this. Ah! Oh my gosh, she's gonna fly from that uh, ball with the speed of Russian satellite guide missile and probably will never do that again. Thank you for calling us. 1 405 8405. You're listening to Animal Radio. Celebrating seven years as the finest resource site for aging dogs, cats, and their owners, SeniorPetProducts.com provides the latest news, information, and products for the life of your pet. At SeniorPetProducts.com, you'll find everything your aging pets need and our friendly support staff ready to answer your questions. New customers enter promo code SAVE25 on our homepage or at checkout to receive 25% off your entire order. The most trusted authority on all things Senior Pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. This is Judy from Animal Radio. For months now, I've been telling you about the Stella and Chewy's dog food. Now I want to tell you about their cat food, made with 100% raw meat. And just like all Stella and Chewy's products, these dinners are made without grains, fillers, artificial preservatives, colorings, sugar, or salt. They come in four flavors, Chick Chick Chicken, Super Beef Alicious, Charming Chicken and Beef, and Yummy Licking Salmon and Chicken. Visit their website at StellaAndChewy's.com. That's Chewy's, C-H-E-W-Y-N. Fido Friendly, the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog, presents its annual 25 days of gift giving. Every day in December, you can log on to enter for your chance to win the featured gift of the day. The December issue features contests, adoption stories, destination reviews, where to dine Fido al fresco style, and the perfect ski town to visit with your furry best friend. Visit their website for a free online preview at www.fidofriendly.com. And find out what all the barking's about. Trying to sell your old car? Instead, donate your vehicle to Heritage for the Blind. 
Pickup is free and your donation is tax deductible. Just call 1-800-850-4516. Heritage for the Blind accepts cars, vans, trucks, and boats whether they run or not. Donate your vehicle and you'll receive a free three-day vacation voucher to over 50 locations. Call 1-800-850-4516. That's 1-800-850-4516. 1 1-800-850-4516. 1-800-850-4516. Coming up in just a couple of minutes, news brought to you by Pets Life and Stacy Cohn. Well, when troops come back from combat, there's always that fear of post-traumatic stress. But now... The government is focusing on our four-legged troops. Yep, American combat dogs that are in the military are now facing post-traumatic stress. We'll tell you about it coming up on Animal Radio News. Okay, let's uh, head back to the phone. So then some more Christmas music. <laughs> what, no more Christmas yet? No. What, uh, which one are we going to? Line two, we have Robert. Hey, Robert, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks a lot. I understand you want to talk to Dr. Debbie. I do. I was listening to the radio, I think, last week. One weekend, I just ran across the station. They were talking about pets, and I have a little small Shih Tzu Pomeranian, and she was having a few problems. So So what's going on with your baby there? She was scratching, just scratching her hind legs to where no more hair in the back. Okay. And I bought some topical stuff. You know, they said for hot spots, and it doesn't seem to work. I was having to use it too much, and then I started thinking that it was going to be toxic for her to scratch and have that in her mouth. So I'm going to be moving where I live now. There's carpet, and I had a cat, but she passed away. She was indoor, kind of outdoor, and Cheetah, the dog, is primarily indoors. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's the fleas in the carpet. I do take her to the groomer once a month at least, and they give her the flea bath, and I do get the advantage. And at this point, I don't even know if the advantage is working. Okay. So I just want to know because I just hate to see her suffer. Yeah, definitely. And if she's got areas where she's actually getting bald and we're starting to see skin showing through, then for me that says that the itch is significant enough. We need to kind of maybe up the ante here a little bit. And that's Vegas talk here. <laughs> I can't help but throw it in. Um, but we need to up our efforts as far as trying some more things. And and I definitely would look, number one, at flea control and make sure all of our efforts are as, um, as thorough as we can. So a flea bath is great. That will help to kill those critters that are on your pet at the time, but definitely to follow up with that topical product at home. Now, the other reality is if you have a cat going inside and outside, you know, we can have a lot of opportunity for reinfestation. So your efforts could really be um, second-guessed by that kitty's activity. So let's make sure that cat is treated as well with an appropriate cat product. What's the best thing for her for fleas? I have a flea collar on her all the time. And uh-huh. like I said, I put the advantage, but I just, to me, putting the advantage by her neck is like, how does it take care of the whole dog? Well, it basically, it gets distributed into the glands in the skin, um, and then that way it's distributed to the, the pet kind of systemically. Um, however, the the thing I think is that, you know, I don't know that our efforts are necessarily wrong in what you're doing, but I just want to make sure that we're still encompassing environmental control as well. Um, so if you do have a critter that's going inside and outside, even if you're treating your doggy as thoroughly as you can, we got to make sure that the environment is treated. So that may mean that we need to do some treatments inside the home um, and to that kitty as well. So I think that might be really where I'd say our efforts we would need to go. And, you know, definitely if we've been on a product and we're not seeing response after several months, 
then, you know, I might look at another one. Um, but for me, I think there's a lot of opportunity here with uh, your household and the behavior of the animals that we could really work more on the environment. So even well, though you've got the, a new... I'm sorry, I bought the carpet flea treatment. So once I moved in here, I, I wanted to change my attitude about when it comes to cheetah. So I do mm-hmm. treat the carpets. Good. So I'm happy with that then. And maybe that is what is making the difference here in, in improving your pet's uh, comfort there. Now, if for, you know, let's play devil's advocate here. And if the itching continues and we see continued hair loss, even though you've, you've got this move and these changes, then I might start looking for things along the allergy line. And so we might look at getting into some antihistamines to help control itch, maybe a fatty acid supplement that can help kind of restore the natural lust to the hair. Um, and then as far as the topical, I'm not sure what product you're using, what ingredients are in there, but um, sometimes we can find things that have uh, topical steroids that have nice anti-itch relief. We may want to use something very soothing that may be more colloidal oatmeal based. So that might be even a, another direction if the itch isn't quite bad and we think we got the fleas under control, that you look for something that's got kind of more that natural oatmeal base um, and that might give her some good relief there. Well, how would I know if it's if she's allergic to the food? Oh, you know, someone told fun. me that she might be allergic to her food, and right now I'm giving her, I believe, is proactive. Mm-hmm. Lamb. I don't know. I was giving her beautiful before we stopped. No, this is Imes. I'm giving her Imes now. That's, by the way, been recalled this last week. There's been a lot. It may have been yours or not, but I thought I'd throw that out there. And for more information on that, that's at the website. But We digress. So for, for allergies, there are definitely inhalant allergies, you know, things that are in the environment the pet is, you know, exposed to. And then there's the food allergies. Food allergies are very difficult to prove. Um, the way that we figure that out is we actually put the pet on a hypo allergenic diet trial. So that's not necessarily saying I'm going to pick a different brand of food because that's the wrong approach. It's not necessarily food brand that is bad. It's food components or the ingredients. So with that, um, you know, we can talk about trying a hypoallergenic diet. There's oodles out there and we could probably have a conversation about 35 45 minutes about how we approach food allergy. But the, the big thing is I talked to your veterinarian about um, that possibility and if that is something we need to get into. For me, if I have an itchy pet, we've got good flea control, and especially if this is a young doggy, maybe six months to a year and a half, I really look at food allergies seriously. And if someone tells me they've tried a hypoallergenic diet and it didn't work, I say, we will try another because no pet follows the rules on which food is going to work for one pet versus your neighbor's pet. So you do sometimes have to bop around a couple different um, foods. So um, so hopefully, you know, that might be even something to look into for your youngin because you said she's about uh, two years there about. So yeah. give that a whirl. And you know, I think we've got, you've got a lot of good direction there with you know, the flea control and getting this baby set in the right environment. So good luck with her, and uh, hopefully that skin stays under control and uh Give a little cheetah pat on the head for me. This is Dr. Debbie with Animal Radio. We're here waiting for your call at one 405 8405 Hi, Pamela. Okay, I have a question. I, my dog, he loves to go everywhere with me. He And we moved to this house, and he don't like to go in the basement with me. And every place else, he had no problem going in the basement. He thinks there's something not good down in that basement, he tells me. He's not 100% sure what it is. I would love to suggest you to do two things. Number one, start to feeding your dog in the basement and increase um, something. Uh, if, you, if you're if using regular kibbles, 
add something better. For instance, we always recommend that Stella and choose because it's very delicious and very nutritious. So I would okay. really suggest to change your diet a little bit in the in the more delicious way and as the routine just start to feeding your dog just in the basement. I also would suggest you spend some quality time. For instance, uh, see what your dog likes to play in the searching games and play those games just in the basement. And no, and try to more ignoring your dog and uh, maybe do some obedience training uh, on the first floor, but in the basement just love feeding and playing. Okay. So that's what I would believe, and I and I kind of also believe what the what the Joe uh, suggested. So. Get someone candle or get someone else who could exercise the evil out of that uh, basement and uh, you will be fine. <laughs> Pamela, two for one. Thanks for your call. All right, thank you. one 405 8405 to connect with the Dream Team. While I was working as a maid for the Kuntzes, you know, Dean Kuntz, he's some kind of best-selling author. Anyway, I, I walked into Mr. Kuntz's office and found Trixie, his dog, typing away. I swear to God, you don't believe me? Dad teaches me to type. Hold pencil and mouth and type. At first is fun. Then is not fun. He says to me, write Trixie, write, write essay for website. Hmm, being a good dog, I write. Not fun, but I write. Expect treat for writing. Get no treat. Stop writing. Get treat. Carbo biscuit. Good, good, good. So, okay, I write some more. Dad promises website visitor my essay end of July. Must give up important ball chasing, important napping, important sniffing to write. Work hard. Writing hard. So many words. Stupid punctuation rules. Hate semicolons. Hate, hate, hate. Chew up many pencils in frustration. Finish article. Give to Dad. Then I rip guts out of duck. Duck is not real. Is Buddha duck. Stuffed toy. I am gentle dog. Cannot hurt real duck. Or even cat. But I'm hell on stuffed toys. Work off tension. Rip, rip, rip. Feel pretty good. Cough up soggy wad of Buddha duck stuffing. Feel even better. Dad gives editorial suggestions. Stupid suggestions. Stupid, stupid, stupid. He is not editor. He is writer like me. I pretend to listen. I'm actually thinking about bacon. Bacon is good. Bacon is very good. I am good, too. People call me good dog. Good. Very good. Bacon is very good. I am very good. But I am not bacon. Why not? Mysterious. Then I think about cats. What is wrong with them? Who do they think they are? What do they want? Who invented them anyway? Not God, for sure. Maybe Satan. Dogs are not born to write essays. Maybe fiction. Maybe poetry. Not essays. Maybe advertising copy. Here is my advertising copy. Bacon is very good. Buy bacon. Buy lots of bacon. Give to me. Thank you. <laughs> Dad gives me editorial notes for study. Eight pages. I pee on them. He gets message. Dad says he will give my essay to Webmaster as is. Webmaster is nice person. Nice. She will know good writing when she sees it. Days pass. Weeks. Chase ball. Chase rabbits. Chase butterfly. Chase frisbee. Begin to notice sameness in leisure time activities. Pull tug toy snake. Pull, pull, pull. Pull tug toy bone. Pull tug toy rope. Uh, lick four paw. Lick other four paw. Lick a more private place. Still do not taste like bacon. Get belly rub from mom. Get belly rub from dad. Mom, 
Dad, Mom, Dad. Get Billy Rub from Linda, Mom and Dad's assistant. Read Bleak House by Charles Dickens. Study the brilliant characterizations and ponder the tragedy of human condition. Hmm. New tennis ball. Chase, chase, chase. Suddenly, it's September. Webmaster asks, where is Trixie essay? Where? Dad lost. Dad got busy working a new book. Got busy and forgot Trixie essay. Lost it. My human ate my homework. Sort of. All my hard work, my struggle, those hateful semicolons for what? All for nothing. That's a loss. All for nothing. Feel like character in Bleak House. Worst, like character in Joseph Conrad book. Feel like getting an attorney. Get agent instead. Writing fiction. Novel. Maybe knock Dad off bestseller list. Teach him lesson. Writing novel called My Bacon by Trixie Kuntz. Dog already have invitation from Larry King and David Letterman. Be on shows, do publicity, sell book, get belly rub from Dave. Maybe get limo for media tour. Ride around in limo, chasing cats. Life is good when you're a dog. This is Animal Radio. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Now there's a healthy and natural solution to prevent oral disease in your pet with no brushing required. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. High levels of a toxin are being blamed for a huge dog food recall. Agribusiness company Cargill and Procter & Gamble say they're recalling a year's output of several food brands. The River Run and Marksman brands were made at a Cargill plant in Louisiana between December of 2010 and December of this year. Cargill says no illnesses have been reported that have been linked to the toxin. It's called aflatoxin. It can cause liver failure or death. The toxin is sometimes a byproduct of a corn fungus, which is often found in the southern U.S. More than 75 dog deaths in 2006 were blamed on food tainted by this toxin. A list of the recalled products is on the Cargill website. Now, IMS Proactive Health Smart Puppy Dry Food with use by expiration dates of February 5th or 6th, 2013, is also being recalled. So for further information or product replacement or refund, you can contact P&G toll-free at 1-866-908-1569. Best bet is to check your uh, dog food brand's website and see if they've got anything on there about this. If anybody needed evidence of the front line that's uh, played by dogs in war these days, here is the latest. The four-legged, wet-nosed troops used to sniff out mines, track down enemy fighters, and clear buildings are struggling with mental strains of combat nearly as much as their human counterparts. By some estimates, more than 5% of the approximately 650 military dogs that are deployed by American combat forces are developing canine post-traumatic stress disorder. Of those, about half are likely to be retired from service. That's the military, and they're taking a very serious interest in canine PTSD. It underscores the importance of working dogs in the current wars. Treatment can be pretty tricky since the patient can't explain what's wrong. Vets and handlers have to make educated guesses about the traumatizing events. Care can be as simple as taking a dog off patrol and giving it a lot of exercise, playtime, and gentle obedience training. A Washington state woman accused of hoarding a 100 dogs in unhealthy conditions is a dog show judge, a rescuer said. 
Polices, Chihuahuas, Pomeranians, and Japanese chin dogs last month from homes after receiving a video documenting the animals' living conditions. The video given to animal rescuers by an anonymous source showed dogs crammed into rusted and feces-infested cages with empty food and water bowls in Seattle. Como TV Seattle reported that the accused woman won an award in February at the Westminster Kennel Club show. And we're certainly going to be asking uh, that they are never able to own dogs again, said one of the rescue group members. They've asked that the woman face 14 counts of animal cruelty in the death of 14 dogs that had to be euthanized. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Our pets can show signs of oral disease by age three. Pets Life is the healthy and natural solution with no brushing required. Visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z.com. Did you know that 80% of dogs show signs of oral disease by age 3 and the cost to fix these issues can be up to $1,000? Now there's a healthy, natural, and affordable solution and no brushing is required. Pets Life Oral Care breaks down the plaque and tartar that leads to gum disease and bad breath. To avoid those large vet bills and keep your pet healthy, call 888-453-4682. That's 888-453-4682. Or visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z. Hi, this is Anne-Marie Lucas from Animal Precinct and the ASPCA. And when I'm not out busting bad guys for abusing animals, I am home listening to Animal Radio. Check that out, yeah. It's pretty cool. Hey, there there are, let's see, four more gift baskets to give away before the end of the show today. Such a holiday mood, isn't it? All this giving away. Festive Can I mention here. those sponsors one more time really fast? Or really slow. How about that? Since okay. they made all these gift baskets possible. Petapure. They'll have those sanitizing spray wipes. Bergen Pet Products. Great stuff for your cat. The Turbo Track. This is a toy for your cat. The Flavor Burst. Pizza flavored chew toy. Snap Pet Collars. Hip Flex from Overby Farms. That is a great joint supplement, by the way. If you, you have an older dog who's suffering with any kind of joint problems, check that stuff out. Good. Also from Tag, the Pet Tracker GPS. And from Planet Dog, the Orby Tough Bone uh, glows, glows, glows in the dark. And it's minty fresh, and I've been gnawing on We're all gnawing on one. We're also enjoying some Christmas tripe instead of uh, that fruitcake. Joey's brought in some Christmas tripe. It goes really well with the eggnog, by the way. It tastes better the more eggnog that we have. Yeah, don't you think I that, Joey? You don't taste it at all. Yo. Is he there? Okay, so we have Frank Cassio. Okay, hey, Frank, welcome to the show. Frank is Michael Jackson's, was Michael Jackson's personal assistant. Very good friend. And probably knows a lot about the animals that were in Michael's life. Uh, you've known, or you knew Michael from five years old. It's interesting how I can't even sing, speak present tense or past tense because Michael is such an institution that it's it's hard Timeless. to believe that he's gone. But. I know. You know, I do that all the time. People always tell me, you know, you have to work on your your, your grammar, and I, I'm always making those mistakes as well, unfortunately. So don't don't feel so bad. How did you meet? Um, we met, uh, my father used to be the general manager of the Hemsley Palace Hotel in New York City, and he was in charge of all the VIPs who came into the hotel. And he and Michael became really, really good friends um, right off the, the bat, and uh, Michael wanted to meet the rest of the family. So here I was, my father says to me, you're going to come to work with me today, I'm going to introduce you to a friend. Wow. And he says, uh, and I'm four years old. I, I mean, I have <laughs> no idea who, who I'm going to meet. You know, he says, Michael Jackson. That's like, 
you know, if you said Popeye, you, you know, you get a reaction from me. How old was Michael at the time? Oh, you know what? I think he was like 27 or 28. I guess you were 18, and he asked you to be uh, his personal assistant. Yeah, um, so I get a call in my backyard with my friends, and we're playing beer pong. <laughs> you know, I was just 18. Typical 18. Yeah. You know, and uh, beer pong, and I get a call. It's Michael. <laughs> I'm like, hey, what's going on? I'm just in the middle of the game. He goes, well, I have a question for you. Um, would you uh, Would you be able to come to Korea tomorrow? <laughs> So I, I thought about it for a second. I'm like, yeah, I'm coming to Korea. Hello? Yes, I'm, I'm sorry. We have sort of a bad connection there. But go on. Well, so, um, just, well, he goes, well, you should ask your parents first. Okay, let me go ask them. Uh, ask, no, They had no problem with it, you know. So the next thing I know, I'm going to Korea tomorrow. <laughs> Ended up winning my game, but the, the that, beer yeah, pong, the yeah, beer the, pong. that's the most important. Hey, listen, can it we was. can we call you right back? Seriously. We want to get a new phone line here. We're, this sounds a little bit dirty, Judy. Will you call him right back? Yeah. Okay, we're on with Frank Cassio, friend of Michael Jackson and personal assistant. And in just a couple of seconds here, we're going to find out what the deal is about the animals that are in Michael Jackson's were in Michael Jackson's life. Animal communicator Joey Turner, can you tell me what's going on in Joey Volani's mind today? Uh-huh. <laughs> cut me, cut me some slack here. What? It's holiday weekend. It is a holiday weekend. You know, I mean, there's holiday no move. there's no double time with this job. Nothing. You know, I mean, I got. You have your animal. You brought your animal in, and you have your. You know, we're drinking eggnog. What other job do you do that at? I'm not going there. I believe we have him back. Going back to Frank. I'm sorry. I, I'm a real stickler when it comes to hearing the interviews on broadcast radio. Uh, Frank, it sounds a lot better right now. Uh, so yeah. the animals in Michael's life, what was the first one and, and how did those evolve? Because, you know, at the end of his life, he had a menagerie. He had a zoo. You know, the first, I mean, it's actually uh, the legendary Bubbles, um, which is uh, a chimpanzee. And I have a funny story about Bubbles. Okay. So, um you know, Michael would pop in and out of our house uh, in New Jersey and uh, like late at night. Um, so one day, you know, I'm sleeping. I wake up and I have a chimp in my face. <laughs> and I look, I'm like rubbing my eyes and I see him jump to my brother's bed. My brother's like all freaking out. It's like, you see Michael in the corner like laughing hysterical. <laughs> it, oh it wasn't a dream. It was real. There was really a chimp in my face. That doesn't happen to too many kids, no. no. Yeah, it happens to everyone. You know, everyone wakes up with a chimp in their face. So that was the legendary Bubbles. And he was so smart and so well-mannered. And he, like, Michael and Bubbles really did have, like, you know, a connection where he really uh, respected Michael. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, Michael had an incredible trainer that, you know, would always be there with Bubbles. Now, I always wanted one of those, uh, but they say that they throw poop. Did Bubbles throw any poop? You know, uh, Bubbles never threw his poop at me. I, I was really fortunate yeah. to not to get poop thrown at me. But I, but I have to say, um, you know, they do try to throw their poop at, at people maybe that they don't like. Do you mind me asking how old you are now? I'm 31. 31. Okay, so you were, you're pretty young. You're a young chap. What are you doing these days? I just took some time off to, to really focus on, on this book and, and making it great. I want to mention that because I don't think I've mentioned that yet. It's a great book. It's called My Friend Michael, An Ordinary Friendship with an Extraordinary Man. And it's doing very well, by the way. But you probably already know that. <laughs> you know what? I don't. I haven't heard. I don't even want to know. I just, you know, 
I don't know any numbers. I just wanted to do, uh, I wanted to reach as many people as possible because you, you learn about uh, a very unique man, yeah. special man through this book, um, Michael, my friend Michael. You, you learn the human element of of who this man was. It was definitely an eye-opener. You know, the public has this image of him from the media and everything that they say you can't believe, but uh, it's nice getting it from the inside perspective, somebody who knew him really well. It was definitely a page-turner, and I really do, enjoyed it. Do you talk at all about the menagerie of animals? <laughs> yeah, the, the, we talked about the zoo. You know, the zoo was my favorite place to go at the ranch because I'm an animal lover. I like I love animals. In fact, my my girlfriend she she is uh, um, she rescues animals. She works with a company called Dogs in Danger, and she's the spokesman. So I'm like really um, getting more involved in helping and trying to rescue animals myself. What but, kind of animals were at the zoo at that time? At, at, at my zoo, you know, they're all in a good place from what I was told, and, and I hope because they all went to either private farms or to zoos because you know what those animals really got spoiled. At, at the ranch, because um, there was so much love. Everyone gave those animals so much love, and that's really what made them happy being there. They, had, they, you know, they also got taken on walks through the ranch every day, and were showed so much affection and love, and, and they were so good with people and, and, and kids. You know. They just loved it. It's a great book. My Friend Michael, An Ordinary Friendship and Extraordinary Man, Frank Cassio, his personal assistant and longtime friend, the author of the book. I have 10 copies to give away right now at 1-866-405-8405. That's our little Christmas gift to you. Animal Radio is brought to you by SeniorPetProducts.com. As your best friend settles into middle age and shows signs of slowing down, SeniorPetProducts.com is there to help your senior pets live to the fullest with thousands of products for the life of your pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. If you're a homeowner 62 or older with a fixed or limited income and you're having trouble making ends meet or simply want some financial freedom, I've got some very important information for you. Henry Winkler here, and I want to tell you how one reverse mortgage can help you get the financial flexibility you're looking for. Homeowners 62 and older can use the equity from their home to access tax-free cash without having to make a monthly mortgage payment. Use it to pay bills, fix up your home, or simply have more financial security and you still own your home take the next step call one reverse mortgage now and get your free guide and dvd with no obligation 800-550-9788 one reverse mortgage equal housing lender licensed mortgage lender national mortgage licensing system number 2052 not available in all states client responsible for maintenance taxes and insurance when i went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for roscoe a friend told me about canine caviar being a born skeptic i examined every ingredient and most importantly made sure it drove our dogs taste buds crazy here's the lowdown Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. You're listening to Animal Radio. It's that time of the year. 
carolers sing your favorite song Snowflakes fall on a white Christmas lawn It's cold outside, but it's warm in here It's my favorite time of the year It's that time of the year for you and me Presents under the Christmas tree There's a bowl for you and a shot glass for me Baby, it's cold outside, but it's warm in here That's my favorite time of the year Here's to you, man's best friend May our furry friendship never end Sitting by the fireplace Miles away from our Rat Pack race I raise my glass in a toast to you You wag your tail, you're toasted too There's nothing that I'd rather do Than spend my time with you On Christmas That time of the year is here again And I'm sharing it with my best friend I got my slippers on Got your favorite bone It's cold outside, but it's warm in here It's my favorite time of the year Man's best friend May our furry friendship never end Sitting right by the fireplace Miles away from our rat pack race I raise my glass in a toast to you You wag your tail, you're toasted too There's nothing that I'd rather do And spend my time with you on Christmas Eve. Have a swinging Christmas, baby. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. You know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guests at animalradio.com. Log on. Learn more. This is Jerry Seinfeld saying happy holiday, happy new year, happy you. 
and see you next year. Angela's up next for Dr. Debbie. Hi, Angela. Hey, how are you? Great. Great. What do you got going on with you today? Uh, my, um, my dog's name is Trevor, and he uh, he licks at his paws. And I've um, taken him to the vet, and they tra- um, told me to take him to a dermatologist. So I went to a dermatologist, and he had some uh, yeast and... Uh, he also had uh, uh, some type of little bacteria, uh, bacteria on his on his feet, and they treated that. And the next thing they wanted to do, and I just didn't know. Uh, well, it's, it is an issue with uh, the money that they want uh, to spend that kind of money. I'm like, I really right now don't have it. Uh, they want to do a allergy testing, which uh, is like a blood test, and then they tell me it's not really accurate, and I'm like, okay, you tell me it's, you want me to do it, but it's not accurate, so... Why um, do it, right? <laughs> why do it, <laughs> you know, and that's like $300 for, to do that. Now, let me ask you, when they detected the yeast and the bacteria and started treating for that, how is your doggy doing now? He still licks. Still licking, okay. Mm-hmm. All right, so, I mean, and that's good because... <laughs> It helps us to differentiate. A lot of pets will have these secondary infections with mm-hmm. skin disease and allergies. Mm-hmm. So we have to knock those out, deal with what's there on the skin surface, and then we're left with the remainder of allergies. And he's been back so, twice, and they checked him, and they said he was fine. Uh, he didn't mm-hmm. have any more. Uh, they actually said his coat and everything would look re- uh, really, really good. He also mm-hmm. has an allergy in the summertime to mosquitoes. And when he gets bit by a mosquito, then he gets these uh brown spots all over his back, uh, which... Mm. which He's like when, my husband then. he My husband breaks out. He's like a crazy man with <laughs> <laughs> Much information. So the question comes down to, when we're talking about allergy testing on dogs, there are different ways. There's okay. the blood allergy testing, and mm-hmm. then there's the intradermal skin testing, mm-hmm. kind of the skin patch testing. Now, the gold standard for, for allergy testing is the intradermal skin testing. That, by far, is considered the most valuable to true life situation, because we're testing the pet's response inside their body, and that's where they inject the little blebs and, and watch for a response to the allergens. Now, for some pets, that may not be a possibility. Um, some of the situations where that may not be pursued is if a pet is um, has some ongoing skin infections where we don't have a really good healthy place to start with. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it could be financial. Um, mm-hmm. In many cases, the blood allergy testing can be cheaper mm-hmm. than the doing inter- intradermal testing. Now, you did have another question in there. Is like, why do a blood allergy testing if mm-hmm. you know you know that the skin testing is the the preferred way. Well, right. kind of went through some of that. Now, one reason might be that we might consider blood allergy testing is that, that it's a starting point. Okay. And if we can't do the skin patch testing for other reasons, mm-hmm. you know, at least this gives us some good standardized, valuable information. And there are a lot of good companies out there that do provide great services with blood allergy testing. But all of them cost three hundred dollars. Um, even my vet, they send theirs off. But I think um, with me dealing with the dermatologist, they um, 
they I think I get the results back I think right away with them if that is price wise a little bit more agreeable to you and if it makes good medical sense to the dermatologist then mm-hmm. I wouldn't be opposed to blood allergy testing but you know I, I would have this conversation perhaps with a dermatologist and say hey you know why aren't we doing that skin patch testing and there may be a very valid reason why it's not the best choice for you or for your pet um, but you know yeah I, I'm not opposed to blood allergy patch? testing I think I'm sorry you said it was called skin patch. It's the intradermal skin testing. So, and that would be, um, you know, just a conversation, a very frank conversation. I'd say, hey, I mean, it sounds like you, you're very well educated on this whole skin disease in your dog, and um, that's a very rational question to ask them. Um, but, uh, you know, I wouldn't be opposed um, if the dollar signs are agreeable to you of uh, doing the blood allergy testing, if that at least gets us some info that we can try to alter the environment or maybe to get into some allergen therapy and see if that can help this baby out. Um, but gosh, you know, the, you know, this, there's a lot to skin disease and allergies and pet owners find that, gosh, this is expensive to treat. It's a chronic condition. Right. We're dealing with these multiple problems, overlapping skin disease, allergies, infections. And, you know, cost of all of this, it does add up. So got to keep your eyes open when you start to get into Well, I did suggest to them. I said, well, maybe you can do it for 250 and, and, uh, <laughs> They just, they, uh, just looked, they just looked at me and I said, well, maybe you do it for 250 and maybe we can do it the next week. And they just looked at me and I'm like, well, that, that was a suggestion, you know. Uh, good try, you charged, huh? You, you charged me uh, over $150 to do something else that you wanted me to do. So now let's see what I need, want you to do. Let's see if you will do that. Uh-huh. Well, you know what? Uh, which politician was it that wanted to go back to the barter system? Maybe that's what we need to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for your call, Angela. And let us know how things go. And we'd love to hear more uh, about I'm how these allergies. It, I'm going to get it done. But uh, can you suggest a better uh, shampoo? Well, you know, I'm I'm not real savvy with the different brands that they sell at pet stores. I, I know the veterinary lines and what we carry in our office. But the ingredients that I would look for, you know, for the milder itching, the short-term relief is the colloidal oatmeal. Um, that's that soothing. It's kind of like a person taking an Aveeno bath if you got chicken pox. If that's not doing it, we got more itch, then we'll be looking for a product that's got a steroid. Yeah, um, I don't but mind those would be the things for, I'd I don't looking. mind spinning out for the shampoo, but <laughs> that test. <laughs> Thank you so much for your call, Angela, and thanks for tuning in to Animal Radio. Okay, let's face it. We all have a little bit of short-timer syndrome. We, <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> i got to get my shopping done, but before we go, I want to tell you Animal Radio is brought to you by Stella and Chewies, made with 100% raw meat both for your dog and your cat these dinners are made without grain fillers artificial preservatives colorings or salt and uh, we'd love to send you a sample go ahead and send us a self-addressed stamped envelope the address over at the website and i will send you a sample back of stella and chewies thanks guys for sponsoring animal radio have yourself an awesome merry christmas we'll see you next week right bye radio happy holidays This is Animal Radio Network.